And you're listening to The Dollop on the All Thingy Comedy Network. This is a American history podcast. Each week, I, David Anthony, read this story that I made up, totally fabricated from American history, to a guy. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. I think really just sticking to the original is probably the it, best for sure. It's... Uh, it takes on a life, you know what I mean. In a like bad it way. takes In a it bad takes way. on. It comes alive. It's like I, watching someone who knows how to play an instrument play it improperly. It's like you've done theater, right? You've done theater. Yeah, I, I'm theatrically I, trained. I have a BFA in the fine arts. So you know, every time you do Shakespeare, or whatever you change it up. That, but that's Shakespeare. New that's words thrown in, in there. Yes, but that's Shakespeare, where they were encouraged improv and. Uh, like any play, you uh, you change up the words. You, th- you know, when I did Shakespeare in high school, one of the funniest things was how nobody knew what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was Ever. basically like some people who just memorized French and then just said it. Right. That's how Had no high clue school... what the words meant. We would just be like... That's how high school children operate. Yeah. And I apologize to um, any high schoolers who are just called children. You yeah. are um, grown adults. You're wonderful. You're big, the big future. People. <laughs> Save us. Save us from what has happened. <laughs> Hurry. Gareth, uh, dates. What do you got going on? What's your situation? Uh, well, Dave, I'm dating a couple different people right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, Ring the bell. Ring Bobby. the bell. Ring the bell, Bob. Bob Get the Bob bell Ringer. going. Uh, David Anthony, I, Gareth Reynolds, have some dates I'd like to promote. Oh. I will be in Columbus, Ohio, February February 25th through the 26th. I will be in uh, Syracuse, uh, March 11th and March 12th. Those are both the Funny Bone. I'll be in the Albany Funny Bone, March 18th and March 19th. I will be at Helium in Portland, March 24th through the 26th. And Dave, we have some uh, exciting dates we're doing. Yeah, we're going to be in uh, Australia uh, very soon. Uh, the couple of dates are uh, changing because uh, uh, we can't get into uh, Western Australia. Everybody knows that by now. <laughs> like yeah. We're going to try we to can't. swim it, but that might not work. Um, that border's not open for us. Um, but we're going to be in Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney, Canberra. Uh, Sydney twice. Melbourne, I think, three times. So go to uh, uh Click on the tour. You can click on the links and get yourself a ticket, and then we'll be coming to America. Coming to America like Prince Akeem. We will be uh, May 12th in Boston, May 13th, New York City, May 14th, Washington, D.C., May 15th, Philadelphia, June 2nd, Madison, June 3rd, uh, Milwaukee, Turner Hall, uh, June 4th, Chicago, June 5th, uh, St. Paul, June 17th, Seattle, and June 18th, Portland. Um, And Dave, while we're in Australia, I too will be doing stand-up comedy uh, betwixt our tour dates. So uh, that'll be, I think, announced by the time this podcast is released. So um, yeah, you can go probably to my website. I'll probably be doing some shows, um, some Chandler, Carl Chandler shows around Melbourne. Um, So yeah, we'll be out there. 
called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy! On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> My room's Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. December 9th, 1458. How did you know that? Oh my God. I'm bleeding from my ears. I should, we should do one where I just make you guess the date and see how long it takes. It's be the episode will be that. (laughs) That will be the episode. July 6th, 1906. Leroy Robert Page was born in Mobile, Alabama. His parents had 11 kids. They lived in a four-room house. Uh, Dad was a gardener. Mom was a domestic worker. I think mom was busy, like, healing between pregnancies. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. 11? So uh, they mostly lived on the vegetables they grew and the fish they caught. Like, you know, they didn't have a lot of money. But they they know they know go to Costco and order from Amazon. No, oh oh boy. So yeah, no. They go. Costco. They have Whole Foods deliver. No, I Uber okay. Eats. No, so here's the thing: there wasn't that stuff, so you have to oh. you, you had to go to Get the store. Grubhub. And buy, no, there, no, none of that was a thing. You'd go to the river, you'd catch a fish, and you'd eat her. Her. Sounds Sorry. Really terrible. Yeah, no, it's what life was, and it was a lot slower and a lot simpler and a lot better. Terribler. Unless you uh, were, um, you know, not white and rich. Oh, it's the same Mm. as now. So Leroy Mm. loved baseball. He was a big baseball kid. His mom said he'd rather play baseball than eat. 
Sure. Right. Which I don't well, that can't last too long. No, that that that's like four days. Leroy died. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept playing baseball for he dinner. He played baseball to his death. Uh, when he was six, his mom told him it was time to get a job to help help support the family. When he was how old? Six. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not saying that six year olds back then were like six year olds today, but there's like a fathoming barrier there. I would imagine. <laughs> Where you'd now, be like, I don't understand. Like n- now, people are like, you cannot go past the end of the driveway, yeah, or even on the driveway until you are nine. And back yeah. then, they're like, just go get a fucking job. Yeah, six. So you get to work. Now you get put your blocks down. You're gonna go to work. Now his nine year old brother had been working for a while. Of course, he's nine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just at least three or four years. Grown adult. How many kids? Uh, did he have at nine? Yeah, he had like yeah. four. Okay, cool. Normal. So Leroy, his first job was basically kind of a job, but he collected bottles from the trash and then sold them to bootleggers. Okay. that's that. I can see that work at it's six. A, it's a profession, not so much a job. I think sure. it's a... So, yeah. Um. And then when he was seven, his mom was like, you need to get a better job because this is shit. I need more money. Seven. (laughs) So. Your job's not good enough. You're seven now. It's ridiculous. So he started carrying bags for passengers at the train station. He could get a dime for each bag he carried. Okay. A little young, but okay. So he came up with an idea. Young Leroy. He He started putting satchels on a pole. So... He would put people's bags on a pole, and then he could carry more than one when the people got off the train. At seven? Yeah. So Some real ingenuity. He got up to being able to carry 16 bags on on the pole and two on his arms. And then he could make two bucks in a trip carrying all those bags. Right. It's also completely insane. He's upping his margins. It sounds like a lot. I mean, for a seven-year-old child to be... Leading that many bags, okay. Now, his friends teased him and said he looked like a satchel tree. Oh, man. And Kids then... Kids so strange <laughs> with their put-downs. And from that point on, he had the nickname Satchel. Okay. Satchel Page. Wait a minute. That's ringing a bell. Um, though... This was a story Satchel would tell. A friend would later say that he had come up with a nickname because Satchel was caught trying to steal a bag. His friend gave it to him because he was caught stealing a bag. That's what his friend said. It could be either way, honestly. Right. Um, At 12, Satchel got busted shoplifting some brass rings, and he was sentenced to the Alabama Reform School for Juvenile Negro Lawbreakers. Okay. Now, uh, not so much a school. This was basically just another way to keep slavery alive. It had 125 acres of farmland. Man, the <laughs> the CPR that the whites put into slavery to get that yeah. pulse back up in every different facet. Yeah. Come on, breathe into it. <laughs> what if we put kids in a slave cage? I mean, a reform but, school. Uh, yes, <laughs> you almost said. A word that that's not. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. It's a school. We have free labor. It's a training facility, and we train. This is what we could. This is 
work college for yeah. kids. This That's is right. it's crap college. It's good you take for- one class and it's called work. You know what's best for a, a boy who uh, is already stealing or going down a bad road is to show him that his his labor, his work is worth nothing. Yes, yes, you know yes. What I mean? And we take all the money. Then yeah. we buy a bunch of stuff and blip, right. doop, doop, chandeliers, la la la. So, uh, yeah, quote, half a day is given to schoolroom instruction and half a day to manual work. There were, now talking about schoolroom instruction, there were three teachers for 285 boys. Oh, my God. Which is close to California numbers. I was just about to say, it's like, I love love how some of these eye-popping numbers are coming back and, like, we really have allowed... uh, Yeah, that's coming back. Yeah. Um, there was no indoor plumbing. He slept in a bunk bed with three other boys in the bed. Like, it's just a shit situation. Wow. But the school baseball coach taught Satchel how to pitch. Sorry. There are half a day of classes, mm-hmm. half a day of, you know, like, you know, slavery adjacent. Slavery, yep. And then... It's, it's not slavery adjacent. It's, it's slavery as defined in the Constitution, which is prisoners can be used for, can, can be slaves. That's in our Constitution. Prisoners can be slaves. So this is slavery. I, I'm not done with my point. I'm, I cut in there because I had to I save like, you from the embarrassment that was headed your way. You know the people were going to twit Dave, or whatever. I'm a white man. I don't, I can't great admit it. Man. Thank you. We are learning like Joe Rogan right now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sorry, did you want to finish your, or did I crush it? Did I wipe No, no, brain? everything's done from my end at this point. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, so so he, he later says going to the reform school was a positive because, quote, if I'd been on the streets of Mobile to wander with those kids I'd been running around with, I'd have ended up as a big bomb, a crook. I feel like he would have ended up with like 150 bags behind him. <laughs> like, just like with like an octopus like doc- with bags. Like a Dr. Seuss bag situation. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, I would, I would venture to say he loved baseball so much that he would have just kept going as a baseball player, but who knows? Um, so Satchel learned to at, with this coach at the reform school, kick his leg up high while he was pitching like super high and to hold on to the ball for as long as possible, like little tiny tricks that help you sort Um, of chorus line a little bit like up and ready and toss. Good. Exactly. That's right. Satchel legs up one, two, three, kick, kick, stop. Toss that ball. Are you a baseball coach? I, well, I used to work in Broadway, but then I came down here to coach a little bit, too. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Let's see those hands. Get them up. <laughs> and let me see it, this time with feeling. Uh, we so lost again. He started writing fastball on the bottom of his shoe. We've all done that. So opposing players could see it when he kicked uh, his leg up. Quote, uh, you know what's coming. Let's see if you can hit it. Well, the catcher was like, hey, man, that's kind of, <laughs> no, we're supposed to have a little twin language going on. 
Uh, so at uh, 17 in 1923, he gets out of reform school. And days later, he uh, walked onto a tryout for a local semi-pro team, right? So he wasn't invited. He just so rolled this is, in. So this is what, like 1920-ish? 1923, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Jackie Robinson is... So, so it's still... Jackie Robinson's way off. Yeah, so he's, he's still not able to... When you say semi-pro, like... Oh, Negro it's, Leagues. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so he walks on. He strikes out the manager in the tryout 10 straight times. Should the manager they, be batting? I mean, a manager's <laughs> to me are always kind of like the guys who are like, hey, man, you couldn't do this if you tried. <laughs> Boy, he's got a wicked curveball. Don, you're, you're a hefty man. I only that, got one eye, but this kid can really toss. I sharded when I swung the last one. Back then at the semi-pro level, the manager would have also been a player. Okay, okay. Yeah, sure. they didn't really have... At that, for a semi-pro team, you would have... A manager, manager. Yeah, manager, player. Right. So anyway, so he played with the uh, Mobile Tigers for two years, and in 1926, he was approached by the owner of the Chattanooga White Sox. But the owner had to go through Satchel's mom to sign him. Mm. And No, no, no. My boy's a bottle collector and a bag boy. That's right. No, nah, I'm <laughs> afraid not. He's already got a career. I'll tell you what. You can trade for him. 520 bottles from us soon. Wait. 520 bottles? Empty ones. We're going to sell them to bootleggers. Oh, okay. Yes, we can And we want that. a nine-bottle signing bonus. I have other trash. Like, I can give you... Um, Not trash, stuff, bottles. It's just composting stuff. I have. That um, looks pretty good, actually. Old, I have some old cardboard boxes. Not crazy um, about the boxes. That compost. Oh, this couch things? caught on fire. I have a burned out couch. All right, here's what we'll do. Since you're not playing the bottle game, 550 empty bottles, non negotiable. I want that regardless. <laughs> I recognize Satchel has talent here. I'm not an idiot. So you get the 550 bottles over here. I want two of the couch pillows, one of those boots I see back there, and, um... There's only one. Yeah, I want one of those boots back there, what I said stands. Well, there's only and, one um, boot. You said boots. There's just one, there's just one boot. I refer you can to have one it. boot plurally. We're from Mobiles. Okay. Idiot. No, it's fair. And, um, uh, I get... I get your shoes. Just one some, of them. I have some eggshells. That oh, yes. Sold. Compa? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like a <laughs> bucket. Of. This man. Is a, I fleece this fella. Look at all these shells we can boot. So she, he has to negotiate with Satchel's mom. And remember, he's like 20. He's like 20 now. So... Um, the owner promised to send most of his $50 a month salary to the family. And also, she had a list of demands of how he would behave and stuff he would do while he's on the team. So, so she's like, you can have him, but you have to be his dad. Yeah, basically. Strict dad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's an immediate hit on the team, like right away. First game, Chattanooga Times compared him to former player... Rube Waddell, who was known... Well, uh, not the best in a way. (laughs) You've got to be specific. You've got to be like, he's like Rube talent-wise, talent-wise. Yeah, that's... The man's never been bitten by a gator and does not throw rocks at birds. 
What's his puppy deal? He will stay on the mound if you show him a puppy. He loves puppies. He loves puppies. But everybody loves puppies. Sure, but most people don't leave their job when they see one. Well, all right. So Rube was known for his incredible fastball and control. So that's what they're comparing him to. Um, Okay. The owner stuck to the mom's rules, so if the if the boy gets on the team, would all go out to dinner. Satchel could not go, and he would have to go eat with uh, the manager instead. All right, everybody, uh, have a good meal. Satchel and I are going to eat some macaroni. <laughs> That's right, my boy. Have fun, boys. Then you're, then you're going to floss. As for playing cards or carousing like all the other guys did, he couldn't, and he had to be in bed at nine thirty. <laughs> It's shocking that a manager would stick to those guys. Like, you would imagine that they would just sort of be like, look, don't tell your mom. But instead he's like, what do you want to hear tonight before bed? (laughs) Or maybe Satchel's like, if you let me go, I'll tell my mom. All right, Satchel, settle down. So, um, now look, it's not easy being on an all-black baseball team, obviously, in America in 1923 or 26. So, Routing is hard. Well, Dave, both were right. You don't need to correct yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I no. Twenty three was great. Twenty six is bad. <laughs> twenty three was fine, but it took a dive. <laughs> um, so routing is hard. Getting to different stadiums, different playing places, because you have to go through rural sure. areas where you can't even buy food. There's no hotel to sure. stay in. Um, sure. They would have to like pack all the food depending on the route they were going on. Great, and I mean back then refrigeration was really popping. Fantastic. So. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. Um, they would have to go to the bathroom out in fields. Sometimes they would have to sleep on the baseball field or where they were going to play because there were no hotels to stay <laughs> in because no hotels for black people. Oh, my God. Uh, Sleeping so, on the you know, field. Yeah. So just the groundskeeping crew. All right, guys, we got to get the lines drawn today, but there's a lot of guys napping out there. So we're going to have to draw lines over the fellas. Then once yeah. we start the game, we'll redraw some of the lines. Also, there's two of them on the mound, so we're going to have to leave that dirt till game time. Yeah, Ben. Can we just roll them off the place and then make the line? I would, but I don't want to wake them up. I mean, they, they, once you get out there, you'll see these guys are really sleeping. So, um, so I don't want to roll any of them. Um, Can I, some what, of if I, them what, if I, what if I blow in a guy's ear to see if he'll roll no, one ben, way? Ben, Ben, Also, ben, stop oh my God. Oh my God. So we get uh, a bowl of hot keep your, water. Keep your goddamn voice we, down. We put his hand in it and then he no, we're not playing will pranks on tell him. the truth. We're the grounds. What? First of you all, get you're getting talk. ideas get way talk. mixed up. No, I think you're confusing truth serum with pranks. You put a fella's fingers in the water so he pisses, not so he tells you the truth. Oh, I guess you, we had different You understand dads. it? Yeah, thank God we did. Okay, so you just leave him out there, okay? Just clean up what you can, okay? And we will be mowing by hand uh, with scissors. So we're going to trim the glass. We with pants them. Don't clap like that. We're not we pantsing pants anybody. Them. We're not pantsing anybody. Oh, my it's God. It's not a slumber party. Stop Oh, yelling. my God. We switched their yelling. shoes. We switched their shoes. We're not switching any goddamn shoes. And we're a groundskeeping crew. What? And then we call Lucy, and we tell her that we tell her that Bobby actually likes her when it's actually Steve that likes her and say he wants to meet her at the field. What are you talking about? And then Lucy You have a down. slumber party mentality on a groundskeeping day. And they're all asleep. And then she You're not up. allowed to talk anymore. You're not allowed to talk anymore. Okay? This is not a birthday party that you were invited to. We're going to grounds. Oh, my God. Keep. We're going to TP. I'm going to TP the grounds. I'm going to You're not the TP the grounds. We are they the will wake up. Crew. They will no. wake up. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. They're going to... Um, they're going to be beside themselves. For the reaction, can we just TP the grounds? 
No, no. I've been very, I have a job to do. I've been very clear about my motive. Okay? I, I've told you what I want. Okay? We would need to clean the field. That's what we're there for. So we're going to be raking. We're going to be cutting with scissors, not lawnmowers. Too loud. These guys, once you get out there, you'll see this is a field of cuties. These are cutie pies. Okay? We are not going to do that. Okay, fine. One person can get pants. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to okay. shit in a bag, and then I'm going to set on fire. Do not shit in bags. Ring the doorbell, and we just fucking run. There's not a doorbell. What, what do you think this is? You work here. <laughs> I got carried away. Lord. So, so obviously things aren't great when you're traveling, uh, and you're a black a guy in America. Sure. Um, but the team became such a hit that white people started coming to watch them play so much so that they created a section in the stands just for whites. Cause we got to feel comfortable if we're coming to watch black people play. I, I can't, I mean that, that is really quite it's, a distinction. It's just, I'd like to go see the, the black men play. Oh, great. But not around black people. <laughs> I'd like to watch them, not know them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. You're totally not insane at all. At no. all. There's nothing no. about you that's that's completely I, just batshit. Uh, just I'm just asking for a segregated area. Right, right, right. As right, we right. do, as we do. Yeah, no, you want to look at them, but not have them near you. As we do, exactly. Yes, yes. Don't yeah, want yeah, them okay. to steal our skin color. You see? No, yes, that's right. Um, so Satchel realizes that people are coming to see him pitch, and he's a draw. So he asks for a raise from fifty dollars to hundred dollars. I want another bowl of macaroni with dinner. That's right. And uh, so can I get a raise? And then of that, I get a 50 cents and my mom yeah. gets the yeah. 90. <laughs> can my mom get a raise? My mother would like to negotiate for a raise. So Satchel always demanded his worth. That's something he's going to do his entire life. Okay. Now, upon getting his first big paycheck from this, uh, this raise, he disappeared for two days to buy new clothes, a steak, a shotgun, uh, a bottle of booze, and went, quote, looking for a gal. <laughs> Wow. So he had, I mean, see, he had like, uh, he had 48 hours to just get his life together, basically. Seems like <laughs> it. Yeah. And I like the order, too. Got to well, get a gun, then a girl. He, it's very, it's very Get some jerk. clothes, get some whiskey. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> got a all steak, I need, all I need is a steak, and that's it. I just need a steak and a, get clothes. And a shotgun. Okay. Um, yeah. It's quite, quite, it's a tall two days. So it doesn't take long for the bigger teams uh, to notice him. And he was sold to the Birmingham Black Barons of the Negro National League. They're the best team of the black professional baseball in the South. Okay. So he's, it's the big time for as, right. high, as high up as a black dude can go. Right. Um, okay. And I would argue that, that the Negro League was better than the white baseball. Uh, I'm sorry. Can we take a break? Second. Can we take a five? Yeah. Um, I will not sit here and hear you talk about absolute league that way, sir. Rogan, yeah, <laughs> step step in. What do you have to say? So um, he hopped around to uh, uh, he would hop around to different teams over the years. If someone would offer him good money, he would just take it, right? Okay. Um, at one point, he signed with the Grays in Bismarck, North Dakota. Is good money, but no one. He gets up there. And no one will rent to him. There's there's rooms for rent, houses for rent, and then he goes there, and they're like, "Oh, it just it just got rented." So all over town, no one will rent to him because he's a black guy in Bismarck. Right. 
So he and his wife, he had just gotten married. They have oh, to okay. live in an old railroad. Did he find his wife in those two days? Uh, well, we've gone a little ways, but yes. Really? No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> I'll believe anything. Okay. So they end up, while he's playing for the Bismarck Grays, they have to live in an old railroad freight car that oh had been God. turned into a bunk car for road crews, uh, work crews, not for road crews, for train work crews. Uh, it's on an... So he lived, they lived in a sleeping bunk. They lived in a... On a train track. Yeah, a bunk train car on a on a track section that doesn't connect. It's always anything. it's always amazing how like when that phase where white you know because white people have always been so fucking greedy, but it's there are the days when like their greed trumped when their greed trumped their racism, and there's the days where the racism trumped their greed. Yeah, yeah, it's quite right. a quite a species. It's good. Um, mm. Mm. So he plays there for a little while. Now, Gus Greenlee is a black guy, numbers racket guy in Pittsburgh. Numbers racket guy? uh, So the the numbers game. Yeah, so it's like the lottery, when the lottery was illegal, the numbers, right? Okay, right. Um, So he's in Pittsburgh, and he's just, you know, racking racking up the fucking scores and and making tons of money. Okay. Um, and he's, he's just got a fortune. So he starts a baseball team, the Pittsburgh Crawfords baseball team. And pretty quickly, it's the best team in baseball. And he signs Satchel for $250 a month. And then they just become the elite team. Okay. Satchel has different windups and releases and pitches. He puts on a show. It's, okay. it's just constant. There's a guy named Cueto who I don't think he pitches anymore, but he would just do shimmies and every pitch, his body is moving differently. Like a lot of people see baseball, they think the guy throws the same way, but there is a style. No, not a lot of people know that people would be dancing and doing the robot into the pitch. I mean, literally, if you watch Cueto, he starts, really? he, does, he does a little shake and then he throws the ball and the players are just completely <laughs> fucked in the head from it. Like it's, and that's why it is, it is right. Okay. So it's just to confuse them. Yeah, he turns. Okay. I have Finn do a little bit of that kind of stuff. I teach him to do little things like that because it's. Uh, would you ever would be willing to teach me some of these moves? Yeah, or? yeah, I can. We can uh, next Let's time on the road. After. It'll be okay, great. great. Yeah, thank you. So the the Crawfords now he's riding in a, a custom bus and not like the old rickety ones. He's playing in a brand new stadium. It's like a different experience. Okay. Between seasons, Negro League players would tour the country playing different teams to make money. It's called barnstorming. Uh, all players did this. Even Babe Ruth did this. You would just, you would try to make more money in the summer, in the off season. How though? You would just be like a free agent, basically? And you would basically set up exhibition games and then people would come and pay and you'd play oh, another team. And so a bunch of on. people, so a bunch of the players who were in the off season, they would just form like teams a and team, then play. And okay, then go right. play. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So this meant, this was the only time that Negro League teams would play white teams. Mm-hmm. Now, their first experience was they could not believe how lame and slow the white guy's game was. Keep, keep trying. Someday you'll get to our league. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. White managers <laughs> called it, quote, doing things the right way. 
what the what the white playing? Yeah, the way they played baseball. It's doing, doing things it. the right way. The white, the white way. Right, right. But it would be the white way. The well, way the Negro, white. Negro League players would call it doing things the white way. Okay, but the managers would say the white players were like, well, of course, if you're trying to run really fast, you're going to be better at baseball and try to hit better. Well, but that's not no. the right way to play the game. It's not. It's not running fast. It's stealing. It's 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 the way that the way that Satchel Some does trickery. his shimmies. It's. It's anything that's outside the standard throw, boring, okay. right? Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so they, which, I mean, they're which, just better at the game. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they are better at the game, but Negro League players are about speed and aggression and power right. and flamboyance. They're showing off. They're having fun. They're doing stuff. Sure. White ball is the opposite, right? So it's White, not fun. The, it's very, the, the way to play ball is to be not very good at it, boys. <laughs> You're whites. Don't do the things to win. Play it the white way. The white. No, I meant right way. Sorry. Right way. Did Sorry. I, God, way? I keep uh, saying I always... that. I just. Um, the, it's the white way. Yeah. The right way. Slow it down, boys. Come on. All right, fellas. Strike out a little bit more. Come on. We're white. So it's basically base to base hit a home run. Whereas. The Negro Leagues are like, steal, do all kinds of shit to get on base. And base-to-base hit a home run is what baseball is now. It's it's almost got this combination of, because everyone's like, oh, I hate all the flamboyance and all this shit. And other people are like, no, you need the you need the flamboyance, celebrate after home run stuff. But what they've done is they've they've merged the two things. So it's boring, base-to-base sort of baseball with home runs. Combined with the flamboyance and the celebratory stuff, so it's still a shitty version of white baseball. <laughs> so it's Does that basically, make sense? Uh, well, uh, may I try to paraphrase? It's basically the white league took the tactics that were effective from the black league and made them theirs, but then we're like, but it's still our game. No, they didn't take the tactics because if if they had it their way. It would still be base to base home run baseball. That's what baseball has become. The players from Cuba, the players from Latin America, a lot of the black players want so to have a more flam. It's not as fun, but they're trying right. to add. They're trying to sprinkle fun on top of a boring base to base home run, base to base home run right. baseball, which is different than the baseball I grew up with, which, which is where you'd have a guy on the team who bunted. And you could never get them out, and it drove people insane. But those guys Why don't exist anymore. Why would you anymore. not do that? That just because they're it's so fun. fucking boring. That's what I, I like. Not. If you if you took one of those I mean, players from back then, if you had a professional then, bunter, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I would, <laughs> we, there were great. professional bunters on baseball teams. Like, is that it's right? Just, yes, Brett Butler was the fucking. If he bunted, oh, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Call him Brady, did they call him Brady Bunts? <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, so all that stuff is gone. But anyway, whatever. Okay. I, I, right. I digress. So sure. um, as an example, Satchel's first baseman was named Dave Showboat Thomas. Oh, my God. Let me guess. He played by the rules. This is the best thing ever. Showboat would routinely catch the throws to first behind his back. What the fuck? That is dangerous. I, I understand being like, I don't want you to do that. And he would catch him? He'd catch him. He'd make the catches. It's fucking incredible, and why can't that be a thing right now? 
Like you would, you would be like, "Hey, we're going to a baseball game. Is it going to be boring?" No, because the guy first yeah. catches balls behind his back. Yeah, but right? I mean, as a manager, if he missed it, you're like, "Showboat! <laughs> Damn it! Catch the fucking yeah. ball!" But if he missed it, you're still like, "It's fun." Also, you are going. I mean, I would imagine that you're going to generate more interest in a sport the more interesting the players are and the more yeah. fun the game is. Yeah, they did that for a while in the NFL, where they took away like, and it never made any sense. Where they took away s- touchdown celebrations. I remember that. I remember. And that. it was just like it was bizarre. Why? It was bizarre because it all just reeks of yeah. It is the it's old just guard. Yeah, it's was getting mad. Yes, they, they yes. wanted to control it. And well, when I'm you see sorry. these fucking owners, they all look like Skeletor without the mask on. Yeah, but it's at the end of the day, it's it's racism because the people yeah. who were doing the celebrations they were getting mad at were all fucking black guys. That's yeah. who they were getting that, mad at. Yes, or doing it the best at least. Yeah, but it, but then they put it back because everyone was like, "Why yeah. did you? Why? Why who are you celebrating? Who gives a shit? We celebrate a touchdown. Let them celebrate, and they were I've, funny." I've always had a problem with a guy hitting home run and celebrating when they're down by like four runs I, or up by a bunch. I just think you're an idiot, but that's a different animal. Like, See, I like, like that guy. I, I like, I, I always like that player. The guy is like, God, so fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. Um, so, so Showboat catches balls behind his back. Satchel has the, has a hesitation pitch where he will literally like, like come a to a, Come to a stop almost, and then keep like how, and then how how Charles Barkley hits a golf ball. Basically, I have no idea. That's the craziest. There's a halftime in Charles Barkley Barkley's swing. <laughs> there's like a there's like the wind up, the half strike, the stop, then the weird finish. Okay, I get you. Yeah, so he I actually taught Finn to do that, and we'll we'll talk about that later because it comes up again. Um, so uh, so that's his big thing, and he has all the different moves, but the hesitations are really really big. Um, he would, like I said, he would slow down um, completely in his windup, but not stop. He had a bunch of different windups. He had a shitload of pitch. He had pitches called like the Whoopty Doo and all this other crazy shit. So that's quite a name. Um, Gus starts having issues because his more successful players put a spotlight on. But I mean, his success, not his success as a as a team puts a spotlight on the fact that it's owned by a guy who runs the numbers racket okay. in Pittsburgh, which is yeah. illegal. So he starts having hard times in 1937 because the cops got a snitch on the inside and he was tipping them off and it, it, he's losing money because of it. Um, okay. So he has to start selling players. Okay. The last guy he wants to sell is Satchel. Satchel. The first guy to go is Josh Gibson, who is at this point the Negro League's Babe Ruth. So he sells fucking Babe Ruth to keep the best pitcher ever, right? Wow. Gus is just dumping players and keeping Satchel because Satchel's his big draw, but then Satchel is like, fuck this, I want to be traded. So with his trade demand out there, he shows up in New Orleans for spring training, and he's already late to spring training to show how upset he is by what's happening. He's, he's a big a celebrity. Okay. He's a huge okay. celebrity on the black side of town. He he walked around in a canary yellow suit, and people would just gawk at him wherever he went. Like he's a big fucking celebrity. Sure. So, sure. one night he goes shows up to his hotel, and there's a a guy waiting out front. His name was Doctor Jose Enrique Enrique Ibar, and he sure. says to Satchel, "Quote: President Trujillo 
has instructed me to obtain the best pitcher possible for his team, and our scouts recommend you. I'm sorry, who are you? Right there on the spot, he offers Satchel $30,000. Oh, my God. To play for the president of the Dominican Republic. (laughs) Now. (laughs) Just go to your hotel. (laughs) Can can I get that name again? (laughs) So, Rafael Trujillo, uh, from a very small rural area, as a teen, he joined a gang called LA-44. He landed a job as a private cop for a sugar plantation where he basically brutalized workers. Mm-hmm. Right. The U.S. invaded the uh, Dominican Republic in 1916 because bankers do debts. The bankers needed to take over. Um, uh, sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. They uh, sorry brought democracy to. They brought democracy in horrible conditions and... Destroyed. Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Yes, freedom. That's what freedom. I mean. Freedom. So an American military dictatorship follows that. And during this time, a baseball rivalry rivalry develops between a Marines team and local Dominican teams. Um, so baseball kind of takes off a little bit because of that. It's like their only outlet to say, fuck you, America. So okay. despite being frowned upon. I just never understand. Why did other countries hate us for no reason? <laughs> So despite it being frowned upon, Trujillo decides to become a soldier for the American side, right? Working with the Americans. Okay. And he works his way up to brigadier general over the years. And after a while, Trujillo aids a coup against the president and then forces the successor to resign and runs for president himself. Interesting. That's the old me coup. Yeah, me coup. Me coup. So for his campaign, he puts... His LA forty four gang back together with. I, I like it's always a good you, sign. I like that you're key in a coup and then you still run. It's like, <laughs> bro, just take it. It's, well, he he wanted to make it seem legitimate, dem- so, democratic, right? So he, I mean, the way he did the coup, anybody, people wouldn't know that he was involved. It was very right. behind the scenes, making players do this and that. And then once the guy he was backing and helping secretly took over, then he's like, okay, you're out. Okay. So, so he looked. The it, old switcher coup. Yeah. <laughs> so it's legitimate. Yeah, switcher okay. coup. Um, so he puts LA 44 gang back together. Miguel Angel Paulino is in command of the gang. They just executed political opponents. They would like just go to someone's door, knock on the door, shoot them, drive up in a car, shoot them. Um, sure. Paulino's Red Packard became known as the Car of Death. Interesting. Which is... Uh, it's a fun model. I think Honda s- makes that now. Slightly cool. Sure. Sure, Dave. Um, politicians, journalists, demonstrators, businessmen, students, labor leaders, all just disappearing, right? Hmm. Like your typical authoritarian takeover. He wins 99% of the vote, which is wow, really good. really good. Really good. That's Putin People, good. People like him, obviously. That's really good. Yeah. That one percent, though, man, oh. what's their problem? It's nice yeah. to hear of an opposition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank I you. do love. You got to love the way they ha- like the way that they structure those. Like, look, a hundred percent would be absurd. I remember when I was able to give my own grade in a class in college, <laughs> and like the guy was like, "You, you can give it. yourself whatever." He was like, "You can give yourself whatever grade you want," and so I was like, "A plus," and yeah. he was like, "Really?" 
Ah, I mean, really? I don't know if you deserve an A plus. And I was like, no, nah, A plus will do. <laughs> he was like, yeah, okay. Now there's a All psychology. Right, there's a psychology behind this where you're not supposed to do that. I know, but I don't <laughs> fucking care. So. Yeah, but I kind of like, I'm just like, fuck it. You made this weird rule. So A plus will do. Yeah, I know I missed a couple days of assignments. Yeah, I still think I deserve an A+. Plus. I was really good at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got 50% on the test, but what does that mean? That's a nut. That's a number. A+. Plus. I'll see you later, Warren. Okay. So Trujillo has a son uh, out, of, out of wedlock with his mistress. Okay. His son was named Ramphy. And when Ramphy is three, Trujillo makes him a colonel in the army. Good. Good. Always, uh, yeah, smart. To- Full uniform. Great, of course, yeah. Well, I mean, how are you going to command respect? I mean, he's three. <laughs> That's right, guys. I'm going to the uh, pool and um, to get the, uh, have some cereal today for me. Okay. That sounds good, Colonel. Does, um, Colonel. does Colonel need to make a boom boom? Uh, I'll go. I made booms and okay. am wet. Okay. But we'll go bath. Yeah, we'll do a bath today for sure. For sure. Okay. Do we want to shoot guns today? Um, we'll go to the bed, a nap for a while first. Okay. Yeah. We'll do a nap. Yeah. Do okay. naps. Yeah. Um, and then we had said something about a puppy. We wanted to see a puppy today. Two puppies. Two yeah. puppies. Okay. Okay, Colonel. Yeah. yeah. How's the army going? Everything going well with my son? <laughs> totally normal. Totally All right. Normal. What's yeah. the battle strategy you guys have come up with? Uh, puppies. Uh, we're going to throw puppies at the enemy, and then when they reach up to grab them, we're going to shoot them. Interesting. That's where we Good. Are. He's a strategic master. Oh, my it's boy. amazing. We just have to get a lot of puppies. So well, There's a lot of poop in this diaper. He must have had a big day. Yeah, he's made several kernel sized boom booms. Mm. Well, this is going great. Um, yes. All right. Well, listen. Listen to everything he says. Again, he's fully in charge. Uh, no need to cry. It's yep. just weird. I don't, it's not why I signed. If you cry, he'll start crying. Okay. I'm sorry. So please keep it. Uh, keep those tears in. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Continue as you were. Well done. God, things are going well. This makes total sense. And whistling means he's out. So, uh, right. So he has a three-year-old colonel. Uh, as his, so his powerful supporters is like whatever little circle of business guys meet to discuss Trujillo's election re-election campaign in 1937. I love the playing. Like it is very. It's always very funny that they. I mean, I get why you do these kind of faux elections, but it's like you know your strategy. How about you continue to just be in power? Yeah, you're you're killing everybody. So how are we gonna? What's the slogan? How are the numbers looking? It's all irrelevant. <laughs> I take power. Trujillo for jobs. Yeah, <laughs> we won't kill you. So they decide this group of people. Trujillo's not there. Trujillo's not a big baseball fan. Um, but they decide they come up with this plan. They're going to merge the two teams in the capital city, which is known as Cuidad Trujillo. Okay. And sure. um, they're going to they're going to put the two teams, merge them into one team called the Dragons of Trujillo City. So the Dragons, right? Sure. Thank you for the translation. The plan was to have uh, two other teams, one from the east and one from the north, and then there would be a three t- 
team tournament that would compete over the spring and summer, and the season would be called Championship for the Re-Election of President Trujillo. So some of us are a little confused uh-huh. as yep. to um, the strategy here. So you okay. had three teams total. Mm-hmm. You had four teams, yes. but you merged two of your teams. To me, keep the four teams, you know, just yep. kind of like That's fair. make it seem like a little bit more of a league. But mm-hmm. instead, you have three teams play, and that's the, called the season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably about it's not a lot of games. And it's uh, like, I think it's like 30 games. Okay, so the three teams played. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and you would basically, uh, and then the winner of those would, what was, that, what was the prize? Well, the prize is that, that the winner is the, the champion of the re-election of President Trujillo. Okay, I guess I just don't really, like, no, he's stealing sense. the election. So um, No, it makes sense. Okay, so the winner of it that... makes sense. Now I kind of get it. Now it kind of makes a lot of sense. Yeah? Thank you. Yeah, now I'm getting it. You live uh, down on... Sabado Tarde over there with your mother? No, no, no. I live underwater. I uh, live with a bunch of shrimp underwater. Have you ever so seen the, the Little Mermaid? I live like that. The tournament. The, the mm-hmm. tournament makes uh-huh. sense. Yes. Oh my God! The tournament makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a big season. That's yeah, a big, yeah. big, great season. That's what that is. Yeah. So that's great. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, no questions. So once again, the three teams play each other about. Ten times, roughly, and um, and then the winner of that, the president is trio, trio. Well, yes, but the reason right. we the reason we combined the two teams in the city was to get a better team who <laughs> would. Oh yeah, the last thing you want to do is be fixing events. Yeah, for because sure. That team has Trujillo on the front of the uniforms. Oh, okay. So the right, okay, right, sure, mm-hmm. great. It's all making a bunch of sense. Yep. Yeah, no, it took me a while to understand what was going on. But basically, people love baseball in uh, Dominican. So they're like, let's give them give a them what they to celebrate the, and have the fun. Circus. And, well, yeah, it's just yeah, it's a circus. Right. So, like I said, the team, because it's it's Trujillo City, they have they have uh, Trujillo across the front, which sure. But he's the, the president. Point. Yeah. So, um, in a way, all the teams are sort of... Anyway, you're right. Go ahead. Move on. Move forward. So, opening day is April 3rd, 1937. They're not very good. A lot worse than they thought. The other, uh, they start losing to the other two teams, who are loaded with stars from Cuba. Okay. And it's pretty clear to Dr. Ibar that they need better players and... At that point, there was just one Negro League player, Bert Hunter, who the locals called King Kong, which is super unfortunate. Although it's not a racist place. It, it's Are not. You sure? Yeah, it's not a racist place. So uh, I think it's just an unfortunate name from our perspective, but I think for them, they're just like, well, he's huge. He's a huge sure. dude. But it's not great, but whatever. No. Um, so Dr. Ibar immediately goes, well, let's get some Negro League players. So he speaks to some scouts. I, I just, I, why wouldn't you just take the good players? Like, 
it's all so corrupted. Take the good so players why, from the other team. Yeah, just because like, I think I think they want to have because the fans would be yeah some semblance of it being somewhat fair. Like you can't just sure. take the good players from the other team. Okay, okay, all right. But you're right. It's strange the rules. I get it. There's yeah, some yeah. fluidity. He fly. He talks to these scouts. Flies straight to Miami. Gets in a rental car. Drives straight to New Orleans, and makes this offer to Satchel. Okay. And Satchel, like we said, he's the biggest star in the Negro Leagues. And the he's wearing 30. a canary suit. He's about to walk into his hotel, and he's offered thirty grand to come yeah, play in the Dominican Republic. Absolutely. Okay. And it's, yeah, thirty thousand. So he Satchel's like, look, I've seen, I've heard deals like this thrown my way. And he said, "quote Everything gets said, and everything gets promised, and we all shake hands and have a drink, and then everything kind of evaporates, and all you wind up doing is staring at the damn room and the phone bill in the morning." I want to see the money. He wants to see the money. He goes, show me the goddamn money, and then we'll have a deal. The next day, Ibar shows up and hands him a bank book. It's an account for $30,000. Satchel Page's name is on it. And Satchel goes, okay, I just have one demand. I want my catcher to come with with me, Cy Perkins. That's it. Okay. He is now heading to the Dominican. And his catcher, Wow. Now, Gus Greenlee is livid. He's furious. Sure, sure. <laughs> so he has his publicists immediately start attacking Satchel. And the main reason is because he wants to scare other players from also leaving. Right. Gus files complaints with the State Department, the Department of what? Justice, and what? President Trujillo. <laughs> And what and Trujillo was like, you know what? This does seem egregious. You're absolutely right. We're going to find the man who did this. It's in me. Oh, fuck it. Oh, shit. That's me. Oh, whoopsie. I did it. You're complaining about me to me. The that's dictator. right. I finally could complain against you. You know, I kill. I've killed like a bunch of guys. Like, well, I'd like to guy. file some complaints about that, too. That doesn't sound yeah, very that, fair, now, does it? That's not a thing, though. I'm going to need a few complaint forms from you, sir. Sounds like you're not doing things right. And I want you to not buy, I want you to take a non-biased look at the behavior of you and be honest. I mean, it's basically like when our government does something wrong and they're like, we're going to investigate ourselves and get to yeah. the bottom of this as soon as possible. Yeah, it's like when a cop... Who did this? When cops shoot, shoot someone in the back and then they go, yeah, no, we got our guys. You know what? This. We realize this is terrible. <laughs> we're going to do an investigation. It might take a minute, but we swear to God, we're going to bring nobody to justice. We won't rest until you're done thinking about this. So Gus also gets the Negro League to threaten the two players with indictments. I don't know what the indictments are for. Like, I couldn't figure that out, but threatening them with indictments. Remember, he does have a contract with them, so they are bailing on a contract. But that did happen in baseball back then. You would go play for somebody else, and it's a different league, so it doesn't matter. If you're outside yeah, it's also league. amazing that you're just like, look, we don't follow any rules as far as what we do in the Dominican Republic, but there are rules to baseball. <laughs> so, please. <laughs> so, um, so the owner of the Homestead Grays, which is right. a rival team, his name is Cum Posey. Do you want to take a five? Why is that? No reason. Just. His name's Cum Posey. Hmm? Do you need to take a couple minutes? Or? Did you need me to spell it out? If it's C-U-M. We need to take a five-minute break. It's C-U-M. All right, let's take a five. P-O-S-E-Y. Yeah, let's take a fiver. Let's take a fiver. I guarantee you if I go to Pornhub and put Cum Posey, <laughs> there'll be a lot of videos. 
I mean, come posy is essentially what Jason. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Jason is it? No, uh, Born? Bateman in American Psycho does. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that come posy. He's looking in the mirror. I. Yeah. Obviously, when I was researching this, I stopped. Let's take here. a five. Let's take a five. <laughs> Let's just take a five, just because I think you know. Obviously, it's a fine name. You know. Yeah, there's nothing weird about it. It's not nothing strange about Composy. I wonder nothing when that strange. name went out of style. Hmm. When did people stop <laughs> using Composy? I mean, it's it's very close to compost, but uh, but it's not. No, it's so, not at all. Uh, so, okay. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, are you ready to... Keep going? Yeah. Are you ready to plow ahead, or what do you... Yeah, you yeah. handle it? I'm, okay. I have finished. I have composed. You finished? Oh, boy. Um, so, composey... <laughs> it's just not ideal. Composey calls Satchel an ingrate, quote, Negro baseball does not owe him anything. He owes Negro baseball plenty. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would, I would say... No, no, no. I would say that's a very similar attitude to what Kaepernick got. Ugh. Yeah, that's true. So this well, all... Ba- yeah. I mean, it's also what's going on, like with um, Brian Flores, the coach now, who's sure. like, oh yeah. I mean, coming, I mean going they basically it. are just like, he will never coach again. Is yeah, uh, he's resigned to that that yeah. fact, you know. Um. So all this, all this stuff that Gus is doing, it backfires because the attacks made the other players aware that more money was being offered by Dominican oh, teams. Oh, the Streisand effect. Yes, and quickly they start following Satchel down there. Now, no, wait. No, Just because their I, offers are fantastic. Listen, listen. Uh, there are amazing opportunities in the Dominican Republic that Satchel took advantage of. We're all really pissed off. So here's what we're going to do. If you, if you never go and take the better deal, it's easy to get, and they're offering it to a lot of our players. You do not uh, take that. You stay here. You play what? for us. Don't be a Satchel page. Yeah, well, you can, but you better not. What's your question? Your question. Uh, what's the deal? What is the... Uh, the deal? Oh, my God. They paid him tons. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's eye-popping. Let me tell you this. They gave him, are you sitting down, $30,000. Isn't that disgusting to put a price tag on your talents like that? And he, where are you going? Where are you headed? Wait, ba 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 Where the fuck did they all go? Yeah, they just got a, they got a bus pulled up and they got on it. It said Dominican on the side. So I don't know what that was, but they... Well, it's probably a bus that's going to take them to the Dominican Republic. I'm not sure if a bus can get there, but seems plausible, I suppose. Yes, I, I don't know. Well, listen, you do not want to be an assistant there. Let me tell you, they are paying hand over fist for assistance right now. So you and I, we will rebuild, okay? We got a bunch of traders in our ranks. You don't even want to know what they're doing for assistance over there, okay? So let's just, um, what, uh, let's just. What are they doing? Oh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. What? What? Oh, yeah, they're just paying oh, thousands of dollars. They're paying way better. Where the hell are you going? You do not leave. How is that door not locked at this point? This door should be locked. Well, now that I'm alone, you don't even know one of them that they're paying you over there. Wait, what are they paying me? They're paying me a ton of money. Well, maybe I should go there. I'm not betraying myself. 
I didn't can't put a price tag on me. You know what? Maybe we should go to the Dominican Republic. Well, I think we probably should. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Here we go. Man, I'm so conflicted. That was a descent into madness. What part? <laughs> so, so the president of the Estrellas Orientales, which is one of the two other Dominican teams, comes to Pittsburgh to try to recruit more players. Gus has him arrested. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, his offers are too good. Yeah, they're basically out there saying they're Arrest stealing. him for making great offers. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in jail for being better at this. <laughs> they, yeah, they basically, they were, I mean, they no charges stuck because it was just fucking crazy. Like, but um, he gets released after two days. The I like problem he was is in jail for two. What are you in for? I think recruiting. Well, I think I did a good job. Uh, here's the problem: they don't pay the Negro League players fucking anything close to what they're worth. I don't even really. Well, it's still in a. It's a horrible um, betrayal. Still. A lot of these to, guys to, are, to associate your life with value and your skills with money. It's just in this country. I love how this country just birds the like capitalism more than anywhere else, and then is horrified at people falling in line. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of these players are getting a buck a game. That's how fucking bad it is. And then if the team was like, "Oh, we didn't make any profits," they'd like, "Here's some lemonade." Like it's really fucking crazy. Oh, so, I didn't know they were giving them lemonade deals. Yeah, that well, sounds like now. again like Satchel Paige's mother's negotiating. He wants two <laughs> glasses of lemonade, not one. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. yeah, okay. So, only one player in the country stuck up for the players. It was the Chicago Defender, which was a black newspaper. Sure. The Chicago Tribune headline, quote, It's all black magic. Dictator steals 17 ball players." So that's what the main, the main media is doing with all it's this. quite... They're just getting it, what they're fucking worth. They're getting... And again, it's uh, the media's ability to just... I mean, again, you're not asking for much other than to just be like umpires. But instead, the, it's the editorial... It's like they editorialize everything. And yeah. they still do. Yeah. The way that they, they have headlines and then they'll change the headline once people are like, hey, that's really misleading. They're like, oh, well, well we've <laughs> added two words to give context now. Oopsie. What are we supposed to do? Inform you properly? Yeah. So, um, so upon landing in the Dominican, Satchel and Sai uh, check in, and then they walk through the streets of the city, and there's no whites-only signs. There's just people of all colors hanging out together, having a good time. Oh, disgusting. Go wherever you want, at any bar, restaurant. And then people are also very excited about the arrival of these new players. In other words, he gets paid more money uh-huh. to go to a place where there's more respect uh-huh. and more fun entertainment and camaraderie. Yeah. Right. The one drawback, I would say, is that the island is run by a dictator who's killed a bunch of people. Oh, yeah, right. America. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Unlike sorry, America. Sorry. 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 I get, sorry, yes, sorry. I see how you sorry, got confused. Sorry. Sorry. Oopsie poopsie. Oopsie yeah. daisy. Oopsie poopsie. Yeah. So... There, first I mean, time. America. America's like you remember that commercial where like the the dad would like walk in on the kid doing drugs, 
Yeah. And then he'd be like, how the hell did you learn this? And he'd go, I learned it from watching you. That's America with other countries and their t- political system. Totally. <laughs> Just like, you cannot do that. You d- they need free and fair elections. And where did you come up with a plan like this? I learned it from watching you. <laughs> oh. You're, oh. Not, you're not fun. Well, just me. Yeah, why do you bash the greatest country on earth? It doesn't make any I, sense. I love it. I love it. Right. I love how it's going. Finn was. We were driving today, and he goes, "Oh God, we're in a bad area." And I go, "Why?" He goes, "I can see all the American flags." <laughs> bad. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, so uh, their first time they go to the stadium, they get a look at the stadium, which has off. The right field fence, outside the right field fence, is a big, rusted, beached warship, the USS Memphis, from the attack in 1916. So this ship had just, like, beached, and they left it. So, so it's just Sort of this, as like a... Is well, it, the, I mean, is that... Or it's just gonna, they never bothered to clean it up? Why did they whale explosion it? The U.S. has to clean it up. That, why the fuck would, does the Dominican want to pay to clean it up? It's, like, expensive. So, yeah, they just leave it. I don't think other countries understand that there are hotel rooms. Well, it's a gift. Why do you act like yeah. it's bad? It's yeah, a, we gave honestly. you a gift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, um, so ungrateful. So when the games start, the winds aren't really coming. And okay. the country's biggest sports writer puts out a column that said more Negro plea league players are needed. And the president's good name is at stake. It's amazing that it is all tied in like that. Well, he's, I mean, they basically put up a thing saying. I know, he's done it, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's, his name is on the front of the, it's his team. It's. (laughs) Yeah. But it's amazing to be like, I mean, you know, like political fates are tied to a lot of bullshit, but to have your political fate kind of attached to the win-loss record of a baseball team is a bit risky. It's not great. Now, Satchel and his buddies, the crew he's hanging with, the Negro League players, they have no idea that any of this is going on because they don't read Spanish, so they're total. no one's telling them. So um, soon more players are arriving for all the teams, like Big Splow Spearman, Spoonie Palm. Sure, Spoonie Palm. But the Dragoons, the dragon, Dragoons still um, fall to last place. They're still not winning. Out, out of the three. Out of the three. So third. I could never, the whole time I was doing the story, I could never get past, like, there's three fucking teams. Like, I could I mean, never. And you're trying to, like, I mean, if you're a dictator, it just, like, I mean, yeah, it just doesn't seem that hard to put together a super team. No. You're a dictator. Well, he has now. I mean, he's, he, it's just not working, but this is. Right, but even then, super. you're like, fine, we'll take those other guys. Look, <laughs> take a lot of the guys from the, take them in the night. But remember, the dictator isn't. He he's leaving it up to Ibar to completely control. He is not. Well, that's a bad decision. Okay, so El Jefe's team is in third. the The country's biggest paper, Listen Diario, wrote, "Quote: Cuidad Trujillo loses three games in the standings, yielding first place." Right, big headline. So then, okay. they write a story about it, and then the editor is visited by Paulino, the head of the sure. L.A. In a good way, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. He tells him, you know, fucking chill with the criticism. You're going to stop that shit. Quit reporting things that are so obvious. We don't report the truth about baseball here. Why can't you just say we're in third? 
<laughs> so That's a nice way of putting it. So the paper then writes about Paulino's visit and what he told him to do, and then okay, so the that, publisher uh, is another th- visit. Hey, listen, you're not supposed to talk about uh, this. Let's keep like it in part the of the page. Okay. He came again last night. Look, no, stop. I just said I stop said the it. thing. Stop I said it. the thing. So last night he, he came in and he said he said the thing. Look, please. Uh, just do whatever, man. Just stop telling people, please. So he's thrown in jail, the publisher. Sure, of course. And we don't know what they did to him in there. He does get out pretty quick. And when he is released, he said the paper would lead Trujillo's re-election campaign. It's, it's going to be like the voice for his election campaign. He's uh-huh. completely changed his mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wonder what did it. I don't know. It, uh, strange. Maybe they gave him strange. bananas and a, a gift basket. <laughs> sure. So after this, when stuff would get printed in the paper, people would see it as a threat. So you'd get a story about you, like Gareth Reynolds has been out saying stuff, and you'd be like, oh, my God, they're threatening me. But, so that's what right. the paper started to be used as. That's cool. Yeah, it's good. As soon as uh, soon after an article comes out in the paper breaking down how the Draganos uh, need to be better, okay, it said the foreign players were being allowed too much overindulgence, right? And then explained in detail how Satchel and his friends were going out drinking and partying until they were completely smashed every night. They were spoiled members of the bourgeoisie. Now, it is believed that Ibar is the one who wrote the article. It's very... So, really, this is not a newspaper as much as, like, a chastise... Like, a way to chastise. Yeah, it's almost like, a, you know, teams will put out a, a yeah, little pamphlet uh, uh, yeah. or a game or whatever. Or, or it's, like, the way that, like, sports reporters will be like, I heard from an unknown source. It's like, yeah. yeah, no, the guy. It was the guy. Yeah, it's you. It's you. Yeah, right. Um... So in the article that Ibar apparently wrote, it said, quote, that man, small in stature, but with the heart and energy of a giant, is Dr. Joseph Ibar. So he's writing about himself, how awesome he is, in his own article. He's third-personing in his yeah. article. Yeah. I mean, the na- it's an anonymous name, so, yeah, sure. whatever. But uh, the he team- signed it, which was a bad move. So in his article, he's saying he should run the team. And then... The team manager immediately resigns, and a committee is formed called the Managers of Team Discipline and Organization, and they name Ibar the new manager. And then the committee immediately announced they were signing four new Negro League players, Harry Williams, Leroy Madlock, James Cool Papa Bell, and Sam Bankhead, and they would be under, quote, strict control... And who was going to handle the control? Paulino would handle the control of the team. Sure. Okay. So they're basically, I mean, they're basically getting, like, the team dad again. Yeah, they get a team dad. Yeah. A bad dad. A good one, too. <laughs> and not, like, yeah, arguably a bad dad. I'm going to pay him a visit. What? I'm going to pay him a visit. Why? Why? The baseball player? Yeah. Why? He's just... That's what I do. Right, but he's just playing baseball. He's playing baseball. Exactly. 
Yeah, but there, I'm a little, <laughs> you know what that leads to. Come on. I've seen it before. No, I, it, sometimes they win. And sometimes it sounds they lose. like someone like wants to get on the visit list. Is that what you're after? No, I don't want to get on the visit list. I'm just saying you're gonna it's get baseball. Visited. No, I'm, get visited. I'm, just, I'm just talking about baseball. I don't, I don't need visits. I don't like visits. Hello? Like, open the door. I know it's fake, but open it. Okay. But hey! Like, hi. Hey, guess he's getting paid a visit. Yeah, but we were just Knock talking. it off. Otherwise, Knock. they'll get paid visits. Yeah. So don't talk about baseball. Uh, about the baseball players? Look, I'm I not knock- 100% what I'm asking for. But you told me that. What, what, am I doing- not, what am I knocking off? Just, you're being kind of a dickhead. So, right? So Are you not? Don't be. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll stop being a dickhead. Yeah, so stop being a dick. Otherwise, I'll pay them more visits. Who's them? The new players, dumbass. Not the old players? Them too. Fine. They're on the visit list. Hope you're happy. God. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to visit you again. I just am like. <laughs> okay. So anyway. You I are just. Want, I just want three tickets in section C. That's the reason I came by. Are you suggesting you're paying me a visit? No. I just came here to buy tickets. When you start talking about baseball and then this got weird. I just. I swear to God. I'm like. I'm just like You having a hard time? I just have a lot of visits to pay. Yeah. And um I just what well, I need is like a date book or something cuz I but it's hard when you're the visit guy, you know what I mean? Like people It's a lot. Don't There's a lot of a lot of people need to be visited and you yeah, know. Sure. And you just get lost with all the visits. Well, yeah, I, I feel for you. Little niche I've carved out for myself here. Anyhow, I just I just really would really like the tickets, you know. Yeah, yeah, here. Sorry. Thanks. Um, yeah. Just Are we the home yeah, or visitors for this game? Uh well I'll I pay the I'm the visit I pay I'm gonna visit Okay, so oh, I'll find uh, out. Uh, uh, my brain. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, fuck. Oh fuck. So now wherever Satchel goes and, and the other players. They're I'm just waiting for Satchel's mom to like show up. <laughs> Be livid. They're followed by Paulino and his soldiers slash gang. That's <laughs> so everywhere. Everywhere they go, they okay. now they just have guards around them all the time. Cool, cool, cool. Quote: No matter what we did, if we went swimming, there were soldiers around. Word was out. No bars were to serve them. Satchel quote: The president gave an order that none of the American ballplayers could be sold whiskey, and we weren't either. It's just the he's guy a that done it would have been shot. He's a dictator. I mean, yeah. he's just like <laughs> right. This is the bad part of it's signing. like he's like a he's like a soft dictator. <laughs> yes. Well, he's. I mean, he's a real dictator, but yeah. But he's like he's not fully taking advantage of dictating. Well, he is killing other people. Yeah, but he, with them, he's sort of being like, "Don't serve them booze." It's like, bro, you're at, like, you can do more threatening stuff than yeah, cut off whiskey. But I think they still want them to play well. If they're all freaked out, they might not. I mean, I think if there's something attract that, I mean, maybe. But again, but again it's uh, honestly, like, this isn't the dictator doing it. This is Ibar and the other guys. They're okay. completely in control of the baseball. It's Trujillo, autonomous. Trujillo okay. is like, you're going to win. <laughs> but even then, and it's don't like, keep me involved. I know, but that's like a weird dictator move to be like, look, look, my fate is tied to it, but 
Come on, I'm rooting for you, but keep me out of it. Something, some hands off. Keep me out of it. Keep me out of my political fate. <laughs> so, Paulino's Med, make sure they're in bed early. Are Satchel- you guys ready to go to bed? <laughs> what do you want? Close your eyes. You guys should be sleeping by now. Lights I'm out. Standing. I'm standing up. Sit though. down. Lay down. Uh, lay down. Uh, right on the floor? Yeah, lay down there. Everyone okay. go to bed now. Where uh, you want to lay down and go to bed? Uh, Are you dreaming? Yes. Who's dreaming? Raise your uh, hand if you're dreaming. Of cows. All right. Good news, sir. They're all in bed. One of them is dreaming of cows. Clearly. They all told me they were in deep, deep sleeps. So. So. Satchel says it's like being in jail, basically. And then the team next signs Josh Gibson, the Black Babe Ruth. Oh, wow. Okay. So the Negro League is officially just decimated. The Negro League is going to start signing white players. <laughs> well, no, that would be terrible. So, yeah. so now, now we're getting near the end of the Dominican season, the Trujillo re-election championship. All 30 games have been played and that obviously teams. That obviously, obviously coincides with the election, so propaganda is taking off. There's rallies happening. Mm-hmm. And now the Dragones start winning. Okay. And they go back into first. Okay, out of three. The, the Estre- Estrellas fall so far behind, they're mathematically eliminated. So they're Third. like, so they go, they're like, you guys don't have to play games anymore. So now it's just the two teams. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. All right. Your season I, is now done. <laughs> I don't so know. you suck so much, your season's done. I wish they would do that in other sports, <laughs> just like the mercy kill. Look, you guys are really bad. Your season's over. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. Just, You're out. You guys really, really suck. It Sorry, wasn't Jaguars. You are pathetic. Your it season ended at seven games. Yeah, it wasn't working. Did you guys think it was working? Nobody thought it was working. <laughs> So let's and just there's wrap it. Three, there's, it's not like there's 18 teams. There's three teams. You're like, that one's done. So now you're going to find that the games are probably going to be pretty limited because it <laughs> potentially will just be two teams playing each other for the rest of the season. So now it's just down to the Dragones and the uh, Aquilas. So the schedule, they go, let's just play a three-game series okay. for the championship. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, this is a season. So the people in the city are fucking thrilled. Okay. And everywhere players go, they're being mobbed. The papers are now just writing about every single thing they did. After the last batting practice, before the next game, mm-hmm. the manager, Dr. Ibar, says, quote, you better win. Good. That's good managing. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's that's way to motivate. That's really... Uh, yeah. Okay. And I mean... And the president, the president feels unable to deliver this message with that nuance. No, because he I know he's staying get, out of it. He doesn't want to get involved. He's got other shit. He's killing people somewhere okay. over there. All right, here we go. Interesting outsourcing once again. The first game, the Dragones have a lead going into the seventh. They bring in right. Satchel to close it. He barely holds on, and they win eight to seven. All right. So now they only need one win to win the championship of uh, Rafael <laughs> Trio. Yep. <laughs> the next game, Josh Gibson hits for the cycle, which if you don't know, that means you get a single, double, triple home run. Um, right, and then but ride they, a bike. But they still lose, 8-7. to seven. Okay. So now we're down to the oh, final game. Down to the final game. Final game. 
It's obviously it be packed, only one out of three. Packed stadium. People sure. are very excited. Uh-huh. They play well. Uh-huh. They bring Satchel in late in the game to relieve and close it out. They're up eight to three. Okay. With men on base. Okay. As he walks on the field, he looks over and just sees Paulino's men, soldiers, holding guns and long knives. Good, comfortable. So you're kind of, as an athlete, you're able to get into the zone. You're focused on <laughs> the sport, the game. You're not worried about anything else. It's the, I mean, look, you want to be that, you want to have that cool confidence where you can sort of, like, whatever, you know, just yeah. leave it all out there and either way. But unfortunately, you're like, but if I lose, I'll probably die. So, yeah. like, uh. So Satchel thinks to himself, he said, quote, they could use them. So he's about as nervous as Satchel Page gets. Okay. He... He tries talking to himself to calm himself down, but he stutters while talking to himself. That's not a good sign. That's yourself. He, he, he tells himself to pull it together. Pull it together, me. Now, he also knows the umpires see the soldiers, and if he even gets it close to the plate, it's going to be called a strike. Because the umpires don't want to... No, I mean, we're all... No, it's... Everyone's... It's the Presidente Bowl. Let's see. So the first batter, another Negro League player, hits a single, say to four. Okay. The next batter, another Negro League player, hits a single. It's now eight to five. Mm. The next batter, he gets out. All right. <clears throat> then the best player on their team comes up, Cuban slugger Martin DeHingo. He's a fucking ball player. Mm-mm. He led the league in home runs. Okay. But he only singles. It's eight to six. Okay. Men and we got one out? Men on, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no, two out. Sorry. Okay. Two outs. Men on first and third. Okay. Satchel looks at his feet. He tries to gather himself. He feels completely sick to his stomach like he's going to throw up. Don't throw up, Satchel. The next batter is Spoonie Palm. Sure. He hits the ball really fucking hard. Uh-oh. And the shortstop makes an amazing play and snags it and gets the out at first. And the game's so. over. Ah. Uh. Uh. Ibar uh-huh. runs onto the field. <laughs> Probably then, like celebrating like it's an actual championship. <laughs> and Satchel's like, bro, I crapped. <laughs> He leads a celebratory parade around the stadium, and what? then the players are swept up by the crowd and taken out of uh. the street. The parade continues through the streets, and then they stop at the baseball team's front offices where a huge crowd gathers, and a government representative comes out and reads a letter. Honorable President Trujillo, we have the high honor of informing you of the completion of the baseball championships for the re-election of President Trujillo with a resounding victory for the sports colors of this city. Baseball has voted. (laughs) Which is dignified by your distinguished name. Now, he reads that, but uh, but Trujillo's not there. Right. Ibar then speaks, and then out comes Trujillo's representative, Colonel... Rafael Trujillo, his eight-year-old son. Oh, my God. 
in his colonel uniform. He's been with his he, medals. I, that held. <laughs> with his medals. That held. He has medals. Yeah. <laughs> this is my finger painting medal, as you'll see right here. Uh, here's one for dodgeball. My medal there. I'll never forget that. Was a tough semester. Oh, I shot a dog, so I got that. I got that medal. Uh, rowing a boat, got that medal. It's been quite a time. Anyway, I'm eight now. I look back on when I was a colonel at three, and gosh, I'll be honest, I didn't even really understand how anything worked. But now I'm eight. I'm older. I get it. And then Ibar presents the championship trophy for the baseball championship of the re-election of President Trujillo to an eight-year-old in a military uniform, and the crowd Look, goes. I'm not wild. saying we have a good system because we don't, but it's at least there are at least the illusion is a little bit uh, better. Um, once you're deciding that your president is going to win because his one team out of threes that dons his name has won the championship, that you basically murder threatened the players into mm-hmm. and it's presented to an eight-year-old colonel who's his son it's th- feeling a little like pretend time yeah oh, a little bit there's a little bit of pretend time for sure uh, uh, okay so now everyone celebrates and satchel and the guys look around and paulino and the soldiers are gone they have just disappeared and now every single human being in the city wants to buy them a drink Oh boy! So they are back to normal they are f- free freedom now that they freedom yeah. freedom right. for now won. until the next election. Well, so so now after that's the end of the season, and the Negro League players all go back to America. Okay. After they leave, Trujillo he goes on a brutal massacre spree. His victims are Haitians, the usual anti-immigrant dictators. Right? Immigrants are harming us. Bullshit. Thousands and thousands of people fucking massacred. As he got older, quote, he was often plagued by fits of incontinence, and he became so anxious about his darkening complexion that he began caking his face. Trujillo did? Yes. Okay, keep going. He began caking his face with pale foundation and powder before public appearances. He's shitting himself, but he... It doesn't like his complexion, so he's putting on yeah. tons of makeup. Does it yeah. sound like anybody? Uh, wait, who? Trump. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's fucking shitting himself and putting pancake makeup on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's like if Baron, like if he made Baron a colonel, right? I mean, a Baron. Um, oh, man. You could totally see that happening if he made Baron. Oh, my God. I think, honestly, second term, I have little <laughs> doubt we'll be, like, seeing that to some extent. For sure. I, I mean, oh. I, it does. It does. I mean, look, I do like that we had a president who kept shitting himself, shitting his Yes. Diaper. Yes. That was cool. That was amazing. Okay. Okay. So in 1961, on the road to... Where's the, the president? Se- he pooped himself so much he's going white. <laughs> he's... In 1961, on the road to San Cristobal, he was shot through the windshield. Men surrounded him as he got out and filled him with bullets. Apparently, Trujillo's last words were, quote, Cunt! 
I've been hit. Oh, my God. Dave, by the way, your last words most likely, right? Yeah, for sure. Cunt, I've been hit. <laughs> Cunt, I've been I don't know. I, I mean, we've heard some good ones. <laughs> Cunt, I've been hit. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> um, so after he was killed, Civil War broke up. The Marines, the Americans sent the Marines back in. The Marines went around taking different houses for like positioning. And um, they came to one and they demanded everyone come out with their hands up. And out came Ibar, their ally, holding a gun. So they lit him up and they killed Ibar. Wow. I mean, obviously, like, uh, yeah, it's always good when the, uh, you know, the dictators go. But, yeah. But then, it, and then, but then it led to an even worse situation? Well, I mean, look, it, yeah. Sort I mean, of. anything Americans involved in with Haiti or Dominican Republic is an absolute right. fucking nightmare. Um, so Paulino uh, would, would live for about seven more years, and then he would get killed on the streets uh, of Santo Domingo by a musician in 1968. Now, okay. as far as the Negro League players, they come back, Gus demands that they be banned. His team, however, is still floundering. So the players in their Trujillo uniforms, they find a promoter, and they hit the road, no barnstorming way. for the rest of 1937. Playing, as that? <laughs> playing exhibition games as the Trujillo All-Stars. Wow. Now, he hasn't gotten immediately violent yet, so it's not that crazy. But, right. But he's still a dictator. Like, so yeah. the promoter that they picked was known for gimmicks. One of his most famous was tying goats to each player for a game. I'm sorry. So <laughs> you're going to not sure how. Um... Tie a goat to a player and then he's got to play baseball. Right. I'm just sort of, you know, the sport seems to be one based on reactions uh-huh. and you can't explain baseball to goats. So I'm kind of trying to. Don't need to. You just got to make sure that they, they roll with you and move with you. Oh, no. These goats get baseball. Don't worry. Some, these yeah. aren't regular goats. Yeah. Some goats like baseball. Some There's baseball goats. Some goats follow it. Mm-hmm. Some goats get it. Yep. They so, probably have a res ball situation. So uh, For sure. Uh, Joe DiMaggio played against Satchel in New York and said he was the best pitcher he ever faced. Wow. With all that had happened, Gus still wants Satchel for the next season and still owns his contract, essentially. And but we Sat- want that goat, too. But Satchel says, I, we're not paid enough. To, I'm not paid enough to live on. None of us are. you got to pay us more. Gus tells him to go back to Santo Domingo, and this is all happening through the press. They're talking through the press. Okay. So Satchel is like, fuck you, and he signs a contract with a Mexican team. Okay, interesting. Gus then has the Negro League, the Negro National League, ban Satchel from organized baseball, which he can't do because they only control the Negro National League. They don't control any other league. So you can't. Right. So, so they're like, uh, no, that's not possible. But come Posey was like, Satchel, <laughs> <laughs> Satchel can come back whenever he wants, and any sure. team is going to be happy to have him. That's not a thing. So he's in Mexico. Uh, Satchel's wife leaves him. He starts having pain in his arm. He tries to pitch through it. And then the next day, his arm is dead. He can't move it over his head. Holy shit. And he goes to the doctors, a bunch of different doctors, and they're like, you're not going to be able to pitch again. That's it. You're done. 
Your arm died. So he's not on the team anymore because he can't play baseball. His money's running out. He starts pawning stuff. He reaches out to the Newark Eagles who had already bought his contract from Gus a while back before he left. And um, they respond when he reaches out with a press release that was titled, quote, Satchel Page Not Wanted. But if his arm's dead, I mean, how... He's just looking for anything. He's just trying to get anything. He's looking for anything. So in 1939, he's basically out of money. He thinks it's over. He's like, well, now I'm just going to be a a black, injured guy living in the South. He goes, you know. So then he gets a call out of the blue from the Kansas City Monarchs. And the guy says, I bought your contract. And asks him to play on the B team. Okay. So, so he doesn't like want to be on the main butterfly, so he's B. Okay. He's a, he's a caterpillar. So they're, sure. they're on the, the developmental team or whatever. Quote, we just thought you needed a hand right now. So these guys just oh, want to help cool. him for everything he's been right. through. Right. Um, they build the team as the page all-stars. It's just a way they know that his name will draw fans. I was just going to say like when, when Jordan played for whoever it was, like they kind of like took a flyer on him because I mean, yeah, he could actually play too, but, but you know, there is like, they did it with Tebow. Like yeah. there is name. Right. Tebow's a great so. example, it, right, except right. Tebow was never good, but anyway, uh, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, well, if you uh, want to finish this podcast, you'll eat those words. Good with Christ. I meant the he most very talented. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you do have to think it's pretty shitty for someone to believe in God that much and be like, he didn't give me talent. <laughs> so the pain in his arm is still fucking terrible. He's, he's playing through it. He just, he just can't play well at all. It's just like, right. It's shitty. Nothing. Right. Right. He's not good. He's super fucking depressed. It's a lot like in that documentary rookie of the year when the kid loses the ability to throw the zinger. Keep going. Uh, Did you, did you see documentary? Keep going, going, bud. So this goes on for months. Um, he's, he's like, he cries when other guys saying he can't do it. The guys like just stick through it for a little while longer. Mm. Um, and then he starts to warm up for a game. The pain's gone. Hmm. Just magically gone. What? He pitches he pitches that game. It's great. <laughs> what? His arm only happen? gets better the more he pitches now. He moves up to the A team and they go to the World Series and the Monarchs win the World Series over Gus's Pittsburgh Grays that Josh Gibson is on. Satchel gets married again. What? He, I'm sorry. Is it possible he just got a second life? I don't under. I don't. Well, know how what does it happen? Here. I don't know. He just pitch. He just pitches through the pain. Yeah. Somehow the pain goes away. That's so crazy. It literally, just one day. <laughs> I he would wins love the world. To- and then he went to World Series. It's the World Series. It's crazy. And again, really like that documentary. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally the same thing. He gets married. They have six kids. Sure. Now, at this point, there's a lot of pressure. People are like, why aren't there black players in baseball? The reason it hadn't happened was because there was a fucking horrific racist as the commissioner of baseball, and he dies in 1944, and nine months later, the Brooklyn Dodgers sign Jackie Robinson, who is a teammate of Satchel's on the Monarchs. 
Oh, wow. But the Dodgers refused to compensate the Monarchs. For, for Jackie Robinson. For taking right. their player. They just take him. Right. The Dodgers GM explained why, quote, there is no Negro League as such. Negro baseball is in the zone of a racket, and there is no Negro circuit that could be admitted to organized baseball. So basically just, I mean, obviously just fully ignoring reality. A bunch of numbers guys started teams, black dudes. So he's just saying it's fucking a criminal enterprise. That's all Negro baseball is. I wonder if a bunch of white people did it, if it would be a criminal. No, never. (laughs) The Negro Leagues would now be decimated by MLB signing players and not compensating the teams. The Monarchs lost the most players. And at this point, Satchel is now 40 years old. So no one calls. Right. He watches as black player after black player makes their debut in MLB. And... In 1948, the owner of the Cleveland Indians, a guy named Bill Veck, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, gives Satchel a tryout. He's very impressive in the tryout. Um, he didn't, they had the best hitter in baseball who was on Cleveland at the time, and he didn't let him get a hit in the tryout. So Veck offers him a contract, and Satchel then asks hey, him. He's, he's 40 years old. He's 40. Satchel. Or it could be older. So right, Satchel yeah. then asks him, he goes, I'll sign a contract, but will you compensate the Monarchs for me? And Vec is the first guy to send money to a Negro League team to compensate. Wow. He gives him five grand. Wow. Satchel has his hesitation pitch, right? That's his main pitch. After the first game, the American League no. bans the hesitation no. pitch. That's the which, box? Which still stands today because Finn got called for it this summer for hesitating. Now, it, it's sort of just like taking a little bit of a pause, like your rotation, your, your motion just, it doesn't stop. It just it is sort stop. of staggered a little bit. It's just so slow, but they go, well, you stopped. And you go, I didn't. And they go, yeah, you did. The Bach is totally arbitrary. I mean, it's not arbitrary, but there's rules to it. But essentially, the umpire calls it, and everyone else goes, that's fucking crazy. There's, there's obvious box, but it's a really, like, if you don't understand baseball, a, you'll never understand right. the box, because most people don't understand the box who understand right. baseball. So whatever. Okay. But yeah, but it turns out Finn can't hesitate if there's men on base, but if there's nobody on base, he can hesitate, and then it's not a box. <laughs> whatever. So fucking dumb. So they, they, and they change it just because of him. Basically. They change it because of Satchel Page. So Finn can't do it because of Satchel Page is a black guy. That's why Finn right. can't do his hesitation page. Right. That's. Uh huh. Always. Uh, always. Um, so Satchel was now forced to pitch in a very conservative manner. So he. Different he, than what he's yeah, used he, to. The right way, as they call it. White way. Um, Sorry, right way. Yeah, they play in the World Series that year. Wow. He came in as a relief pitcher in Game 5. The umpires called a Bach for him wiggling his fingers in his glove. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) How are you even noticing that? (laughs) It's just bullshit. It's the way to fuck with a black guy. Hey, wiggled. No, you're not allowed to wiggle your fingers in your mitt. Come on, it's a Bach. (laughs) By the way... I noticed his toes moved a little bit, too. Not okay, my friend. (laughs) Um, So he got the three outs. The whole time he played, the umpires gave Satchel a hard time. 
Um, so that year he went six for one, two, four, eight ERA pitched, uh, and won the world series. Right. Uh, Not so bad. He, he ends up pitching in baseball. After the, after they remove your pitching style, basically. <laughs> That's right. He ends up pitching in MLB until he's 47. He made the all-star Jesus team. Jesus Christ. Made the all-star team in 53. Uh, what? Put in, the, put in the hall of fame in 1971. Although the hall of fame is wow. uh, absolute bullshit for what they've just recently done. No longer exists. Uh, so, Josh Gibson, however, never played in Major League Baseball. He hit a hunt, 806 home runs, making him the greatest home run hitter of all time. Wow. His batting average was 374. And his career, however, was cut short by a brain tumor that killed him in 1947. He played for five years with a brain tumor. He didn't want to get surgery because he thought it would leave him a vegetable. Quote, his last season, terrible headaches incoherently muttering to imaginary baseball players like Babe Ruth. He hit 474 with 12 home What? I'm sorry. And he's talking to Babe. Well, I mean, if you're talking to Babe Ruth, he's probably giving you some good insight. (laughs) That's a good idea, babe. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, so that's... That's crazy. uh, That's the story of Satchel Paige and the Dictator. Um, This is from a really good book called The Pitcher and the Dictator, Satchel Paige's Unlikely Season in the Dominican Republic by Averill Ace Smith. Wow. That is fucking crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that feels like five lives. They get mad at, you know, the way the way capitalism is set up is to it's to exploit a worker, particularly workers of a different race. Yeah. And then when they seek out something else, they have to go to a dangerous situation. So the, it, it's not like there's right. other safe zones. So he has to go play for a dictator to make the In money order to get, that right. he should be making. It's the way... And be shamed for it the whole time. By yeah, and then the he's in country. trouble with the powers right. that be... Because he didn't play by their bullshit rules and take a dollar a fucking game or whatever it was. You know, right. it's the same thing. You know, I don't know if people know this, but I think it was in Minnesota where a uh, old folks home had a bunch of workers and they were offered more money to go work for a different old folks home. No, it's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. And they yeah. took it and then a judge yeah. barred them a from judge. doing it. Yeah. They got yes. sued by the first one and he barred yeah. them. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's what happens to workers. That's yeah, why that everyone was should Wisconsin. be in a union. Everyone should be in a union. Uh, but that that is like again, I mean Wisconsin continues to lower the bar for what is acceptable. Yeah. Um and they just like yeah, they they were all, they they basically they walked and were taking other jobs. So mm-hmm. imagine you work a job. Imagine I find a better podcast, not hard. And I am going to go there and I'm going to work with this other guy let's say and he's awesome you know and he's way better than you and and i'm excited because it's like i'm finally like gonna go experience what i've wanted to experience and like enjoy myself and and be able to to do a show that's just fucking great what's happening and you let me i'm 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 explaining because i feel like maybe people aren't understanding so i decide i'm gonna go to this kick-ass show and i fucking fired up i mean i am like i broke the hinges on the door i left so fast and you go to a judge and the judge is like, no, you got to still do the dollop. And then I come back here and I got to work with this fucking asshole. Your Honor, permission to treat the co-host as hostile? Uh, that, no, you're not. No, denied. 
permission granted. Don't say, do not grant it to yourself. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> One more outburst out of you. One more. I'm having fun, dip. baby. I'm, I'm having fun. You are. But, but really, I mean, it. You know, it's it's like it's beyond like taking away the rights of workers. I mean, that is that is workers yeah. express that is workers expressing themselves through the system of capitalism. And you're like, that's not playing capitalism how we see fit. Well, it's the same you're a thing. worker. It's the same thing as right now. Over 200 uh, people in Congress, Democrats and Republicans, both support putting a cap on nurses' wages. Yes. Really? So your yeah. system is because they're important. You want to keep them in a certain place. So they yes. can't make as much money doing this travel nurse stuff, but the CEOs yeah. get to make 500 times Endless. what they make. Endless. Endless. It's just like, fuck off. No. I mean, it, it really is, it is getting to the point where it's just like, you know, they, the, they're just like, they're saying you don't even get the bones anymore. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just, they are, they are just. They need to be stopped. But anyway, this is a story about a, a fun baseball. dictator baseball team. <clears throat> yeah. So let me wrap up by saying something. I want to say something to people. Um, there's very much a manufactured consent thing happening about masks in this country. Um, the vast majority of people still want masking for safety. You, we're all seeing a lot of stories and act, the media is acting like that's not true. Every poll says most people want masking. No, if that's what you want, you are actually in the vast majority. And you're not crazy. It's just simple, very simple science. There have been studies that have come out that have said masking doesn't help. They are nonsense. They are absolute fucking lies. And um, they've been, you know, I've watched scientists tear them apart. So it's manufactured consent. It's it's the same sort of people that... Um, took us into the Iraq war. It's the same fucking scenario. You know, the people who say... We need to, to just go back to normal are given all the microphones and everyone else is not given the microphones and that's all that's happening. But you you are, if you feel that you're you're crazy and no one else believes it, you're in the majority. By far. In every, in every poll, by far, you're just not being given a microphone. So everyone should know that because I know it's very gaslighting and very upsetting, but know that you're right. Know that. I swear, sometimes it seems like they want to do what we don't. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Um, wow, that really is a wild story. Well, yeah. um, I love you, man. I love you so much. We're not. In, we're doing. We're doing it like that. That's not who we are. It's not you. who we are. Not who we are. I love you so much. Not who we are. I love you, Dave. It's not who we are. I love you. We're not those people. We've never been those I people. I love you. I love you so much. No. This is last. This is last. Last podcast on the left shit. God, <laughs> people this got. People were you. all. Were they throwing shade? Were you guys throwing shade to last? No, I just threw a name out there that wasn't our podcast. Everyone, calm down. We don't. We have no problems with last podcast left. There's not animosity. I, I nothing. We're all good. Everyone, just take it easy. There's beef. A lot of people looking too deep into stuff. People were there's a whole Major thing beef. on whole thing on Reddit about how you and I aren't getting along. Everyone, just calm down. Everything's fine. Everything's good. We're all good. I think you need to leave the comments alone, Dave. Fuck That's you. what I think. Fuck you. I think you need to just do the Fuck show. You. Are we That's still recording? Fuck you. Yeah, I think you just need Fucking to do the show. Fucking son of a bitch. Don't ever do that. I love you. Shit. Oh, I love it. Never I love again. Mad. My favorite Dave's angry, Dave. Uh, we sign baseballs.